Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. Today, we're talking about using reviews and testimonials in your marketing, specifically for contractors. And today, I have the pleasure of having Sean Hill from Nice Job on today. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, man? I'm really excited to do this today. Absolutely. So you're the community marketing director. You've been involved in a lot of different marketing stuff through the years. Is there any way you could give us just a little, just a zip zap resume so that folks can kind of respect your, uh, your effort in this area? Yeah. So uh, I'm a non-traditional marketer uh, by birth is what I like to say. Uh, so I've come from a lot of different angles. My bulk of my history was actually in sports. Um, so I did things like I was one to um, help on the creative team for the NHL mascot Gritty from the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, Very so cool. one of my franchises, that one, things like that. I uh, worked with the USA Rugby Sevens uh, when that was becoming an Olympic sport to really kind of put that. So I ran an event in Las Vegas for 70,000 people plus. Uh, I did tennis. I did baseball. I did, I've did done everything from be the mascot to be the broadcaster to be the marketing director. And uh, all that has led to pretty much what I do as a profession in every step along the way is I try yes. to find people that are passionate about something make them more passionate about it so that they start bringing other people in the fold. So that's what community marketing really is about. Cool. Uh, so in the sports profession is you're taking people that are fans of the team, making them super fans of the team. So if you finish in last place, you can still make money. If you finish in first place, you can make even more money. Um, but <laughs> when it. it translated, when I came to Nice Job in the businesses, was it was about actually having a value. So the one thing about working in sports is they're billion dollar companies. A lot of them aren't really great billion dollar companies. You know, the parent organizations are, are uh, kind of a load of garbage sometimes. But here at Nice Job is it was the well the pitch that was kind of made to me was dealing with home service professionals, contractors, people, small business owners, large business owners that are out there trying to make an impact. And so for me, where I always approach the marketing perspective from is what's going to have a good impact for you, but also what's going to allow you to activate not just yourself, but your fan base, right? Your customers, yeah. your your clients and, and your community around you. Because if you can awesome. own the community, you're going to own the space. Dig it. So we're talking about reviews because that's what you guys do. So why should people be using their best reviews in their website copy? We talked a little bit about how you can pull stuff from the reviews, especially if you have a lot of reviews and people keep saying the same thing. Why should people be pulling that stuff and putting it into the actual copy of their website and headlines? Because the biggest thing is, you know what? You might have great talking points. You might have great copy, but no one actually really wants to hear from you. And what I mean by that is that the consumer has gotten a bit smarter. They understand that there's copywriters and things of that nature. They might not know it by term, but social proof, a review using your website copy, someone else's words is yep. the age old, well, I'm not saying it, they're saying it, but yeah. then also it's, they're going to call the shot for you. And then yeah. that puts you in a position to match it. So, Hey, Mary says we're great. This is how on our website, you're now seeing of how we try to be great. Mary's confirming that all the equation we just showed you makes us great. And, and that's ultimately, and especially yeah. what we've seen over the past, you know, the past two years, especially, but even more so as we become more connected, you know, with social media sites and things like that and, and the web exploding with everybody becoming a broadcaster is people are going to look for two things, the opinion they want to hear or the opinion that they're going to accept is true. And either way, a review is going to provide that on your website because mm -hmm. it's, it's real social proof. It's a powerful commodity. And, you know, some of the recent stats they showed is people are going to trust that 12 times more than anything a salesman's going to say. Yeah. So before they get into that sales process, why not build that trust using copy uh, directly from your reviews? I love it. Yeah. I had a video guy go out and um, take a, like a, just a video testimonial uh, <laughs> for our website. And he, like, I, I got it back and I, it was kind of good that I wasn't there. And, you know, like 
maybe if you're doing testimonial and you're asking somebody to do it and you're like, you kind of like coach them, well, this is the type of stuff I want to hear. It's almost worse in a way when you get those like unadulterated reviews. Cause literally I thought we were doing all this sexy marketing stuff and like mm, more leads and just, mm, and basically these reviews, a couple of these video reviews were just like, take things off our plate. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm bored of doing it. They do the stuff I don't want to do. Even though that's not the sexiest copy to me, we use that all over now because yeah. it it's like, take things off my plate. I'm just saying the same thing that they said. And I'm like, it's beautiful when you resonate in somebody's brain with the, with the idea that another client has given you, you've, they've given you that's, that's, it may not be yeah. what you want thought you were, but this is what you really are to them. Exactly. That's why, you know, so, you know, Nightshot in particular, as you kind of mentioned, we, we do reviews, but really we're reputation marketing. So what reputation yeah. marketing is, is taking brand marketing and taking reputation management, the, the old, you know, kind of way of collecting reviews and create, taking those elements for that and putting it together because you don't own your reputation. You yeah. own your brand and you own the ability to kind of put that out there. But ultimately your reputation is how people think that you are doing at matching what you're saying you're doing, matching your brand yeah. and then kind of their overall feeling. So you put it right on is a lot of times, you know, when you look through whether you're a video testimonial, whether it's, you know, you're going through your Google My Business or you're looking at your nice job dashboard or something like that, finding out what those reviews are actually saying, that's the voice of the customer. Mm. And any marketer knows that you can connect with the voice of the customer. Now you've created a connection. It's like, and now you're speaking to them. Yeah. And now it all comes together. It's alignment, right? you know, you like if, yeah. The closer you can get to the way that they naturally feel, it just resonates and you get that good, like harmony. And because a lot of people, especially, you know, and, and it happens with contractors or homes or special things like that is you might've gotten into the business or you might've started to see success because of your expertise in that. And you might say like, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go extreme just to kind of make the point here of like, not only do they want a contractor, does this, this, and this, but they want a contractor in a blue shirt. If they want blue shirts, well, if all of your reviews no one mentions that they liked how you looked, then they don't care. Or if they're not saying, whenever I see the guys in the blue shirt, I know it's a job well done, then it's not even hitting from a brand perspective, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So if I say like, if you're shopping for computers in a blue shirt, does anything come to mind for you? Best Buy? Right, yeah. So they've made it kind of work. But if I told you like, if you came to me like, oh, hey, I bought a new computer and you're like, and I got a green shirt. I'm like, a green shirt, what? If you want the best computer, it's gotta be a blue shirt. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not something that's actually happening. So Best yeah. Buy, you know, they built a bigger brand sort of around it and they kind of created that look and how it relates back to contractors home service is that you might think that like, oh, well, people love us because we use this tool, use this technique, or actually we do that. But actually what they probably care about is like, are you on time? So yeah. if all your reviews talk about like, I love it. They came in, you know, they got the job done earlier than they said, or, you know, I love that they were set up and ready to go right at 10 a.m. because, you know, I had to get the kids in daycare and do all this. So if they were at 10.05, that ruined my whole day. Well, guess what? Your marketing copy should turn around and say, guess what? When you book us, you're going to know we're there on time. That's yeah, the first exactly. point you're throwing out there. Even before you talk about the process that you use, the pricing mm -hmm. that you structure, you've now hit them of, hey, the most important thing, we're there. So, you know, there's, there's plenty of tools. You have nice have ones like Topic Insights where you can see what your reviews are actually saying. But, I love that. you know, going back to kind of your first question is the reason you're using that review copy is that's that voice of the customer. You know, mm. that, that's what's getting out there. And the reason that you want to find out and you constantly be collecting reviews and using these in all assets of your marketing, even not doing word for word copy, you still can figure out what you should be saying. Perhaps sure. what your salespeople should be saying, well, your estimates, what, what they should focus on and really prepare them, set the expectations so that not only getting five-star reviews, 
but he created a big old system that's getting you more business every time now. For sure. So what's the ideal inclusion of reviews on a website? Let's say you're putting reviews somewhere on a website. From your perspective, what is the ideal inclusion of those reviews? Like how should, like what should yeah. be included? What should it look so like? The, fir they... the first thing I'd recommend, and I'm going to do a lot of like high level generalities because there's different ways to execute these yeah. things, right? And so one is the best real-time social proof you can get is, is great. If you can have widgets that automate, uh, update automatically so that someone can see that this person left a review a day ago, you know, three days ago, seven hours ago, the reason why I think that's important to have good relevance represented uh, with your reviews is because people don't want to see the review that you've seen for years. You know, there's probably business that comes to mind where they've been in business for 30 years and they've been using, you know, Gene's compliments. Gene's testimonial, this glowing phrase. I've seen it for 25 of those 30 years, right? Dude, is that something nice? Does nice job give the little widget where it says like left a review? Yeah, so nice job has the engage widget, which is the real-time social proof, that part of it. Nice. Um, they also, it can connect with CRMs to show real bookings as well. So sometimes you see it like hotel industry, like, oh, someone booked this room, but that those are usually fake half the time. Yeah. Uh, but this one, you can show reviews and bookings, but that real-time social proof, you could show there. You it also says have, like the person's city and stuff on there or what? Yeah. So what it does, it'll come up. Like I'll just use my own example. I'll say, Hey, like, you know, Sean in Vancouver left a five-star review. You can click into that, see that five-star review, see the platform it's yeah. left on, click again and go through to the actual Google, my business or the Facebook page, whatever it is and see it. But you'll see the most recent ones. And like I said, with bookings, which I love, and we actually use it in one of our ads is you can get a full customer journey depending on how quick your turnaround time is. So you could see like, you know, Sean booked five days ago. Then the next thing comes up is Sean just left a five-star review and you just got the whole journey. Like cool. five days ago to five-star review. That's awesome. And that's, that's that. cloud immediately. That, that's going to, that's going to up your conversion rate alone. Just that, that I'll say that style of widget as not make it a pitch, but just yeah. something that's real time social proof is going to help you. You can oh, also I have love, it. I love those grid. and I'm believing them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can have like a, a display grid that, that that's consistently updating. The other way I'd say to do it is, also try to get as much representation across different platforms. One way you could do that is either through a widget or just some sort of uh, display that shows like we're a 4.8 on Google, a 4.9 on Facebook, uh, you know, uh, 4.1 on Yelp because everyone's negative on Yelp, but we're still a 4.1. Uh, you know, you, you can you can do that sort of thing. So if you're a 4.1 on Yelp, you're doing something right. Come on. Yeah, if you're a 4.1 on Yelp, you're, you're probably not You've been asking for reviews is what we know, yeah. Exactly. Um, wow. But like I said, uh, and that's a whole, Yelp is a whole different story there. But I'm yeah. saying like, that's another thing I can say. So one, you want to show real-time social proof. Second thing is, is the best you can kind of show to tell stories, right? So if you can have a review with a photo of the work that you've done to tell the full compliment. So you're here, mm -hmm. you're seeing it in their words, but you're seeing it with your own eyes. That is something that if you kind of get under that little hero block, you go right there. That's kind of a great place to hit them right there. The first little success story, uh, you know, as you go through. Um, and, and that's the way I think that you should be using reviews kind of in your website and, and kind of through your copy. But you also want these things to complement your website, right? Because ultimately your, your website, you want to be, you know, converting customers, getting them to take an estimate, become the next lead, become the next sale. So you want to be feeding them what they want, but you also want to have a little bit of a narrative because sometimes people throw stuff up there and it seems like it's just kind of random is I always like to say, introduce yourself, give me a review, give me some story define that story, follow up with another one. So you kind of go that A, B sort of style, but ultimately, you know, you never want to be talking too much about yourself for too long because when you start convincing them, that's when you want to stop talking and let the social proof do the work. Mm -hmm. So however it's structured for your particular business, 
I think you would have a good, strong, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a bit. You and I talked a little bit before we started, you know, uh, going on air here of like, you're looking for emotional ties, you're looking for, you know, challenges, things like that. Like whatever you're yes. setting up from your copy and your structure, when you feel like you got them there, make that last push over the edge, some social proof in the form of- Totally. And I think this is important to include on every single page on the website. You can't just put this on like the homepage and think that everyone's going to go there and definitely not on a testimonials page hidden from everyone. Cause who would ever, and you know, there's still a lot of people doing this. Who would ever navigate to a testimonials page? No one will. So you got to put it on every single page. You want to make sure it's present. It's next to forms. It's yeah. Yeah. So I will, I will say this though, about the, the review pages. One, if you're adding photos and things like that, you kind of make it, you can almost call it the showroom page. That's sure. a little bit good. But the okay. review. Yeah. If you have it more review, as like a gallery or showroom, sure. I could see people going there. So what I'm saying is like. You, with work. What I'm saying is you're spot on is you should have a review, some sort of social proof on every single page. What I would say is if you have a review page, if you're going to do a collection like that, which can be effective, know that the person that's going to go to that page is specifically looking for almost all your reviews because they're probably trying to find your best, your worst, your things like that. Yeah. So have something in place where you're publishing the right reviews. So you don't want to do review gate. If someone wants to leave a review, you want them to make it, you want to make it easy for them. You want them to leave a review and, and get it on there. But mm -hmm. what's on your website, you can control that where you're just kind of showing your best, you're just kind of showing those things because if they're still not convinced, they're going to go back to your Google My Business and, and just pour through anyway, right? But perhaps the reason that you put a review page or how to use a review page is actually one for recruiting. So if someone's looking to work for you and wants to kind of see what your business is about, a review page can kind of serve a little bit and helpful of that. I would definitely add at least one testimonial from your employees on your on your uh, recruiting page, your hiring page or anything like that. But I think you're spot on. Pick your, your gems, pick your buttes, put them throughout strategically throughout your website. I don't say don't worry about having the review page because I think if having it can help in some regard, but just know is that's not where people are going to go first, right? I think that's what you're kind of saying to us. No one's going to dive in and be like, all right, here's the price, here's that, but let me go and read 25 yeah. reviews. I'm just right? looking at, I'm looking at the analytics of like 50 home services business and no one's going to that review page. Like, Oh, I, I mean, I don't think you, I don't think you need a review page. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. it's the people that are like, well, look, I gathered all these reviews. I want to show them as many places as possible. Yeah. A review page can do that, but to, I'm almost saying to emphasize your point is the ones that are really going to push them over to become and take an action, become the next lead, becomes the next sale, mm -hmm. are the ones that are put in with all that other copy and and all those other pages. So yeah. if you're thinking like I put one on my homepage, but I have a review page, so I don't need it on the other pages, that's the mistake. Gotcha. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about what you're kind of alluding to with themes, and so having themes in your marketing. So I believe, and this is something that we've done recently that I just want to kind of share with people is we have four challenger viewpoints for our company, um, four uh, emotional hook points. So I think of challenger viewpoints as it's just plain wrong. Let's say it's just plain wrong for people to go out and pay for shitty leads and build somebody else's company. You know, yeah. um, it's just plain wrong. I believe it's not right. Um, like we have four of those types of things where it's like, it's just plain wrong or it's, it's just plain wrong. Like ultimately it's kind of a thing where it's like, it's plain wrong for like a shittier competitor to show up above you in Google search. I hate that. 
And it's yeah. things that like resonate with people. And then the emotional hook points are also kind of around, like for us, it's like, we only work with contractors. Um, what a, I don't, I have them up on the wall, but I don't recall them all offhand. But the point is, is that we, we keep on saying the same thing in our marketing a lot. So we, you know, let's say on social, and we were kind of talking about this before where I believe you should come back to it and almost to the point where it gets boring for you as a company. Once you come up with your emotional hook points and your, um, your challenger viewpoints that you should hit them. And these are just themes, your themes in your marketing, what you know works and keep on yeah. coming back to it. Now I said it can be boring. It will be a little boring to you that you have to use the same copy and kind of taglines and stuff like that. But you kind of, you set a great counterpoint, which was the content itself should be interesting. Like, let's say like you're doing something funny or you're doing some, you know, video or something, but then you, you got to hit them with that tagline at the end. Cause you ultimately want something that gets stuck in their head. Ideally. It's like, you know, uh, it's, it's a good musician knows he's become a good musician when he starts hating part of his set list. And the reason he hates part of his set list is because he's got to play the hits, right? He yeah. wants to play his new stuff. He wants to play yeah. the stuff that he just figured out the lick on. But people, cut, like Bruce Springsteen, we're coming to see Born in the USA. Play that yeah. one, right? Yeah. And, but that's what he talks about is that that might seem, you know, boring to you. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's the hits. It's what goes. It's, it's what's yeah. effective. And I think another thing I'll pull from my history kind of in sports is, we would always say, I worked in game entertainment for a long time, uh, as I mentioned, you know, do with greedy and company other things. And the one thing is that it's somebody's first game every single night, every single yep. game that we did, it's someone's first game. So if we do a kiss cam and a season ticket member that's there and sees the kiss cam over and over and over, they're like this again. But guess what? The person's there for the first time is like, oh, like that's awesome. That's amazing. That's yep. so funny. That's so great. And so that's the same thing is you may get tired of saying, you know, well, this is what we do and this is why we do. And you might yeah. not want to say that over and over. And you might start feeling this compulsion of like, well, let's tinker, yeah. let's change, let's try to think of something new. But has everyone in the world seen it? If everyone in the world seen it, then that's the only time I'll say this 100% confidence. It doesn't mean that you can't do testing and other stuff from time to time. Been in business yeah. for 30 years, you're going to kind of maybe pivot and shift from here and there, but you shouldn't lose those core sentiments. And, and when yeah. you and I were talking on off air, it's like, yeah, it's going to seem boring to you. As long as it's not boring to the audience, yeah. then you're still good. But I think what you do is, you know, the way you rally around is also remember, you might hire someone new and that's the expectations that you're setting. And it's not going to be boring to them yet, right? Yeah. So they might take a little bit of pride in hitting that talking point. They might take a little bit of passion in their work about living up to the expectations yeah. that you've set as a company, which might seem like a boring tagline to you could be like the one reason someone came to work for you. And then oh. it also could be the one person, that, the one reason that someone hired you and was so impressed that they're going to leave a five-star review and you're going yeah. to share that review in the copy of your website and they're going to and, tell their friends and it becomes and, the whole cycle. And the, the circle can kind of come together. as Like if you see a headline or a tagline that you use on a regular basis, the best taglines don't really even feel like taglines. And people, if they say that, that yep. that's where I think you really win. If you say something in your copy, and this has only happened to me a couple of times. So it's kind of like, you know, the holy grail yeah. of reviews. But when you had your messaging so on point that they they said it in, in they didn't realize that they're affected by your marketing, but they said it in in the review. Yeah, and, and that's what that's what we say, like from the yeah. reputation marketing standpoint is you need to set someone up to leave you a five-star review. And yeah. if you do things correctly, you'll start to find out that your reviews are saying 
you know, we talk about science yeah. can surprise you, but usually they're going to say exactly what you want them to say yeah. because you set the expectations you've gone through and you're marketing throughout your whole process yeah. to kind of get them going. And then all of a sudden when they, when they deliver that tagline back to you, it's not that you fed it to them, it's that you displayed it to them, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that is huge, but then that becomes, again, I can say my tagline all day, but if you hear your brother say it, you hear someone at work say it, you hear someone else, you're like, oh, well, it must really resonate because I know that's the tagline and they just said it organically. That is gold, not mm. just for how you feel, but that social proof, that's all some people need to hear is someone yeah. else actually verifying what you're saying, which goes back to, you're not really owning that reputation. You can do the best you can to keep it where you want it to be, but ultimately it's what other people are going to say. So while you're building that brand, you're going through maybe some of those boring talking points that you feel you're doing over and over, you're slowly building a fan base and you're starting to give them the strength that when they start repeating the things back to you, that's going to make you feel amazing. And it's the same way of every time the musician figures the hit and he hears that buzz from the crowd or when he hits that first chord, he he knows that 20,000 people in the arena know that he's about to play that song. That part's not boring. That part's never boring. So again, yeah, you might be saying the same things over and over and over, but I guarantee when you start seeing the results Mm -hmm. come back, you never really think of it as boring anymore. Right? No, totally. And you know, the most mature home services businesses that I see all treat customer service like part of marketing and like have this cycle in place of, of getting these reviews. So could you give the next step for somebody that wants to check out nice job and why they should take that action today? Yeah. So with nice job, you know, reputation marketing software, we, we automate the review collection process for you. Uh, if you're a home search professional or, you know, anyone that's using, uh, you know, certain CRMs out there, it actually integrates perfectly. So you almost can set it and forget it. Um, but We've made the shift. We're going beyond that. So not only do you get your reviews, uh, you know, through a process that's going to get you two to three times more reviews, you're also going to get them on your dashboard and be able to share them immediately on social media, display them in widgets that are going to help the conversion rate on your website, uh, find out the topics and insights as I alluded to, that's going to uh, let you know where your core values may need to shift, where your marketing needs to shift. All these, all this data and all this feedback that's going to just turn you into this force in your market. You're going to become that competitor that everyone's putting on their dartboard and throwing darts at because of, of what you're doing with it. Um, and the way you can get started is we got a free 14-day trial. Get signed up. Try it yourself. Um, you can get that at get.nicejob.com or just nicejob.com. If you want to even be simpler than that. Um, and that'll get you started and get you going. Uh, you also, I mean, you can check out our website and things like that. We try to also do educational content on, on Facebook through our own podcast, the nice job podcast to kind of explore more business topics because our goal really is to kind of help everybody. And while reputation marketing is kind of the, the method that we've chosen for our software, um, you know, as a company, we're, we're out here to kind of make a movement in its own right. So we'd love to get in touch with you. Even if you got something going on, we'd love to tell you how, how we'd be a little bit different than that. So a lot of people that follow us, a lot of our clients are roofers. We have all the kinds of contractors. Um, are you guys going to be out of any events in 2021 for roofers? Do you know of any so, events that you guys are going to be at? So we're looking into that. Uh, nice job is actually based in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Uh, so the reason that is relevant, uh, whereas I am, I'm American, but I haven't moved to Canada since, um, is uh, the border at the current recording of this podcast uh, is it quite open? Isn't, is it oh, ready to go? So, okay. so we're trying to figure out our availability. So with that yeah. being said, if you're looking to add more events with nothing that we're, uh, perfectly secure on, uh, if you have any love to suggest to us, if anyone listening to this has one that would suggest yeah. to us, we love to know because I, in, in the community field, yeah. I get to go to a lot of these events. I get to be out there. And, yeah. uh, especially if it's a place that has great cuisine, uh, or a lot of fun people, 
I definitely want to be there. <laughs> so I'll throw them out here just on the podcast because uh, some, some people might be looking for stuff to do this the end of this year. So the big one coming up is IRE, International Roofing Expo in Vegas. I think that's in August. So that okay. will be a really good one. We'll be there. We'll be doing like, we're going to be all dressed as the nerds we are with glasses and everything and doing um, website report August cards. August of so, 2021? Yes. Uh, so, so come get a website report card and maybe, hey, we don't know. Maybe Sean will be there. We'll see. Um, we well, also say that the government's got, for August, the government's still deciding on that. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe Canada can open up for us. Um, we've got the West, Western Roofing Expo, I believe. Um, it's Western Roofing Conference, actually. WRC. And that is in uh, a couple months after that. I think it's in September. And then we've got RoofCon in Orlando. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to actually. Where's the rest? The Western Western Roofing Conference. I think that's in uh, Vegas as well. Okay, I was gonna say it's either Vegas or Arizona. I feel like there's yeah. four places there's conferences. Yeah, and then RoofCon is Orlando, and like I think that will be a really really good one a lot of awesome kind of exhibitors as well as speakers that will be there I've, i saw a ton of awesome people on facebook talking about it and then um in december we'll be at roofing process conference again in orlando orlando and vegas yeah so, no one no one, we, no one wants to go where it's cold yeah. i'm a cold weather guy you know can we just can we get one in the mountain somewhere yeah so if you guys want to join us, join us uh, at those, uh, <laughs> at those podcast, or the, sorry, those events, excuse me. Also, if you are hosting a conference or an event or things like that, one thing I, I'd love to throw out there if I have the opportunity is, sure. uh, you know, uh, a big thing, a couple of conventions, we're, we're kind of big in the window cleaning industry. It's where our founder kind of, kind of came from things like that. So we get cool. a lot of great people there is um, we've done reviews for events, which help to sell tickets and things like that. Ooh, so cool. if we're not able to attend something like that real-time social proof widget, if you could put it into like, hey, so-and-so just bought a ticket. So-and-so yeah. left a review about a speaker last year. We'd love to talk with you about, uh, you know, helping you out with that to kind of promote events. Because again, it goes to our sort of core value of helping, you know, businesses and industries as a whole. So if you're listening to this, there's an event you would love us to attend uh, just because, you know, you love, the, you love the sound of my voice. You want to hear more of it in person. Definitely shout us out. Let us know about that. But also, if you're running an event, Sean, you do you want to give your email? Here, just yeah, it, it's Sean spelled correctly, S H A W N <laughs> at nicejob.com. Sorry for all the scenes out there, but I I had the microphone, so I said you must correct. be an early employee if you've got if you've got the Sean app. What was that? What's that? Sorry. You must be an early employee if you've got the Sean at nice job. That's a that's a uh, short email. I, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're still relatively newer in the grand scheme of the whole world, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, you know, kind of sort of thing. But yeah, so I have the Sean, but also I like to think that I make such a connection that even if we hire other Sean's, I'll still be the one people. Think, so. <laughs> I like, I feel it. like I'll, I'll, I'll hold it for a while there. But yeah, Sean at awesome. nicejob.com. Give me a shout. Yeah. Awesome. And any last things you want to share with the audience? Otherwise, I'll wrap up here. Uh, you know what? No, I, this was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun there. Uh, like I said, I would love just to connect with people on any sort of value, but also anyone that's listening to this, good on you for getting some podcasts in your ears or in front of your eyes, however you're taking this in um, and, and, and growing and learning and, and getting a lot of value and hearing from people uh, you know, out there. So if you're a podcast yeah. listener, any podcast, you know, this one or ours or anyone, I just want to say, hey, cheers, kudos to you for trying to be a better person and a better business owner. 
Absolutely. I honestly think that podcasts are almost more valuable than books half the time these days because the, and I listen to a lot of books on Audible and I read, but I still think podcasts just do it for me more sometimes because it's just the current information. And I am a tactical guy. Strategy is great. And I believe you need to have tight strategy, but tactics, you know, like tactics hit the sales sooner sometimes. And um, yeah, so just I'll give people one more kick in the butt to get more reviews this week, get more reviews this month. This is the, this is the way, this is the, the way to get your, your people drummed up. And, and as people are searching, those Google reviews are a huge piece. Anything that you have on your website is a huge piece. Um, I love the widget. So that's a big deal. The recent sales, recent, um, engage with your customer. Yep. yep. So I love that. Thank you everyone for listening. The, uh, the podcast is obviously put on by hookagency.com hook agency all over social. And thank you so much, Tom, for joining us.